go like this. That's perfect. Yeah, that's why I, that's why I love these because they yeah can they just, swivel. Yeah, exactly. It's great. I, like if I always tell people wherever you go, just take the mic with you because yeah, you got it. It's, yeah, Joe, it's I always watch Joe Rogan, and sometimes people are like, yeah, oh, do you really? Joe's biggest thing. He goes, put the mic right in your fucking face. Yeah, yeah right. In your I, yeah, face. I think because yeah. a lot of people forget about it, and they're yeah. just like, yeah, I want a TV show. I got a mic on. Like, no, yeah. it's it's because there's nothing that sounds better than just being right there. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> what do you think of Joe Rogan? Why is he so popular? Because I've tried um, listening to his podcast. It's just I'm. You gotta watch like the right culture. ones. It is very dude culturey, which I, I think I'm a big fan. I think I just am interested in. I that. mean, you have a motorcycle. Well, there's know. a couple things. For one, like I'm not interested in much of his MMA stuff. Um, the thing about him is, I think he has such a wide audience because he talks about so many different topics. Yeah, that's true. And they're all, and he's there's like, something a, for everyone. he's a good exactly, and he's a good enough conversationalist that he can hold a conversation with someone talking about cars, fighting, comedy politics uh like history diet you know so many different topics so but, but what category does it fall under you think like is it funny is it more philosophical or is it just like a podcast like. for everyone it's ever it's ever for everyone because i think it's if you look on like apple Podcasts, i think yeah. it's like rated the, the the most popular podcast it is it is that's the most insane. popular podcast in the world right now. If I that's recall. insane. That means he can he could do he doesn't have to do anything else but the podcast. You know what the next most popular one um, is? Uh, uh, it's the, called the Conversations from a Room. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of Conversations from a Room live here from Los Angeles, California. It's a beautiful Sunday. Uh, it is February 16th, two days after Valentine's Day, and I have the best dates of the night, Matt Linton. Did I say that right? You said it right. Oh, thank it's God. Like, I always get nervous when I say people's names on the yeah. show. I'm always going to say it wrong. No, you're good, man. Is that short for Matthew? It is short for Matthew. Where does yeah. Linton come from? Uh, I, I was, I'm I part of the Clinton family, and then we removed the city. Oh, uh, it's just, that's uh, the worst. <laughs> I know, it's bad. I looked it up recently, actually, because I did my AncestryDNA.com Everyone's thing. doing that. Yeah. I, has, why is that I don't so, have why the is results. That's so intriguing. I, I, I don't care at all about my, my past I life. do, because you can tell based on, like, your, like, for instance, some people are like, oh, I'm fully uh, Swedish or something, and then they get the results, and they're like two percent. But how Swedish. has that helped you in your life? Knowing well, that you're that's the, I haven't received my results. Oh, okay. but they give you a little teaser about your name, so it like broke down where it's from. It's like an English name. Okay. And uh, there's some river it's associated with, and that's it. Oh that's wow! All I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm uh, not a great interesting fact. That's pretty but... cool. Yeah, I don't really care to find out. How what about my... Lugo? Well, it's from Spain. There's a town in Spain called Lugo. I'm pretty sure it's Spaniard. Uh, do you speak Spanish? I do. I'm I'm fully Hispanic. I'm half Cuban, okay. half Puerto Rican. Yes, I remember you telling me this. But when I say I speak Spanish, I mean I don't speak any Spanish. Um, I've lost it all growing up. But I'm just worried that I'm gonna I'm gonna look at my uh, ancestry and just find out that I have like murderers, yeah, mur- like, is... like psychopaths in my family. There's two. And just big... be like, wow, that makes total sense. It checks out. In fact, I think it might actually make me feel a little better that I'm not like yeah. alone. There are two things that are terrifying to me about it. One is if like a lot of people are scared about like the government. Now it's a private company, but like if the mm. government somehow like you know was like, hey, we need samples of all the DNA for like murder. That's or whatever. so funny. Rachel said the same thing because yeah. she just submitted hers. It yeah. was like a different through a different company, and I was like, what? Because she had it for like two years. I'm like, what yeah. took you so long? She's like, I don't know. I was just skeptic about like the government having my yeah. all my information. So I said. Look, I love you, but what have you done? And yeah. who cares? <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like, like, Christian, I have something to tell you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, 
You're not Black Widow. Like yeah. you're I, the only thing they're gonna be upset about is that you're from Canada. That's about it. You know what I mean? So they wouldn't be upset. They'd be happy. We, no. I, mean, I love meeting Canadians. Oh really? You like- some of my best friends in LA are Canadian, and some of my best friends from the Bay Area, where I kind of spent middle school and high school. Canadian. They're and I go to Canada nice. a lot, actually. They're all very nice people. And so they're nice. very, very funny. Yes, they a are. A lot of great, funny yeah. people. What's Who's your favorite celebrity Canadian? Um, That's a good question. Do you know any? Oh, I know a lot. Okay, There's okay. Justin Bieber, <laughs> Celine Dion. Wait, you're... Yes, yeah, Celine Dion. Celine Dion. You're naming all the people I would... I No, would I, I'm not see. saying I'm a fan, but I know okay. them. Okay. No, oh, I'm the, saying who's your favorite, though? That's the thing. I don't know. Hold on. I, I do if I think about it. You want me to name the Canadian actors? I, I only know No, no, no. I, Kurt Canadians. Russell. I like Kurt Russell. He's Canadian. Kurt Russell's Canadian? He is. He is Canadian. Hmm. Actually, I don't know if he is Canadian, Wait, but I know he Kurt lives Russell. in Canada. Kurt Russell's Canadian? Well, all I know is he has a house in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I drove by Jim Carrey, Martin Short, Dan Aykroyd, Jim Belushi, uh, Lauren Michaels, all these all-star people from- The SNL from- Yeah, yeah. A like lot the of the SNL Second team, City people. They're all from- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who else? Oh, I was just. I like about. all those people. Yeah, yeah. Those are like, oh, Ryan Gosling. Oh, that's uh, a big one. Uh, who's the other Ryan? Uh, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. They're all is from also Canada. Canadian. These are all like incredible, and don't they seem like the nicest people ever? They do. Because they're all Canadian. Well, Lauren Michaels isn't so nice, but he's really. He's very Why talented. do you say that? Well, I mean, have like, you met I'm him? a huge no, 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 no. I'm a huge fan of his and the sh- and and SNL. Why do you think he's not a nice guy? I mean, he's pretty cutthroat when it comes to it. Like he has to cut people and all sorts of stuff. I'm sure he's like a nice guy in person, but I've watched right. a handful of so documentaries. Maybe he's just a firm business guy. But I'm he sure he's is a, nice a firm guy. business guy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about Lauren Michaels. He does seem like oh, you just broke oh, my mic. Wait, let That's me fix awesome. the mic. Come all right, well, on. welcome to the show, man. I'm glad that we had a nice little intro. I appreciate you coming in. Uh, like I said, I bring people on who I felt uh, I made a good connection with, and I felt like working with you is you know you were a really nice guy. You seemed like you loved to do this this work out here as a Hollywood actor. Yeah. How did that start, man? How did this become a thing? Because you don't you don't seem like a traditional actor. I'm I mean, not. at least like where I come from, I no. always assume like you can spot an actor from yeah. like a mile away. No, I'm not. Uh, that's a good eye that you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I, I've done. I did improv and like comedy throughout high school. So mm-hmm. Like once a year, we would have an improv show, and I was fucking. Can I swear? Sorry, um, I was fripping. This is I what I say about the show. It's flipping. not for children, but it's also not for adults. So there's a small little <laughs> okay. window right there. It's for, for it's for it's dude culture. It's you the can same audience out. as Joe fucking Rogan. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Well, I was really good. Okay. I was like, 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 no, I don't mean to be like bragging, but in high school, like, I was funny, and uh, I loved doing this little. I think it's important thing. to know when you're funny. I think I, it's yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Think, I don't think there should be a shame in knowing that, man. I I got something going for yeah. me, you know. I mean, I think if you're not a dick about it, but if you're confident to tell yourself that I could do something exactly. with it, yeah, that's totally. Because I also funny. know my flaws. Like I know, like dramatic acting, <laughs> not great. Oh, that's but there's funny. other stuff. Like I know where I <laughs> excel and do yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So you read a script, a comedy script, and you you sort of you have like that predator vision where you see predator the things vision. that are gonna work. How yeah, to, people call me a rhythm. predator for more than one one reason. <laughs> what? I'm just for kidding. What? It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> predator vision. Yeah. Go ahead. If I read a comedy script, mm-hmm. I definitely feel more uh, in more, tune, more in tune and comfortable. Like I can get the yeah. vibe. That being said, I do think like comedy training really helps uh, dramatic acting. So, really think so. Some of the best, like most famous, like. British actors, for instance, came from, like, sketch comedy. I had a professor who told me that if you can make someone laugh, yep. you can make someone cry. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that powerful? I always thought that was such great advice because it's almost the same muscle, but it's harder to make someone laugh. 
So yeah. once you figure that out, making someone cry is just the second thing. It's just yeah. it comes it comes by default. You're already going to be able to you know. Yeah, it. and I think from a writing side, I think it's much harder to write and be consistently funny mm-hmm. than it is to just write and be consistently dramatic. I, I I know a lot of writers who want to write comedy, but a lot of times they get hired for like these these like CSI crime shows because yeah. it's so easy to write like yeah. these very sort of dark cynical dramatic pieces but as soon as they have to write a joke it's like i couldn't get sleep for three days i had to think of one joke it's fucking hard man were they new yorkers uh no but that's my character for every, <laughs> every writer you know every writer hey, yeah, you have to write a joke anyway hey let me get some water i'm thirsty <laughs> it's every character a new yorker just seems like the best character to do for anything it just it just yeah. it seems like it's, it's out of a comic book you know what i mean oh absolutely so i mentioned this earlier uh we were talking about how comedy is important to us is yeah. it comedy like an important thing in your life yeah oh absolutely how i so? mean i love well, actually, let me back up because I didn't fully answer your initial question. How did mm-hmm. I get into it? Oh, yes. I was yeah. really into improv as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I just took a class. Are we talking or, about middle school? Like, middle school to high school. Yeah, there was, was an improv class, and yeah. it was the coolest thing. I think that's when the comedy muscles start to form. I don't think you really know what's funny when you're a kid. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, when you're, like, 10 or 11, like, funny to you is, like, colors and yeah, shapes, and you know? And it's not until you're, like, 13, 15 where you really start to appreciate like the sophistication of comedy yeah you know you start watching sandler you start watching jim carrey you start watching like movies with like you know steve martin you're like these are funny they are but it's not funny like spongebob squarepants funny it's funny like clever yeah these these guys are clever like blues brothers i remember the first time i saw blues brothers i was probably like nine i was like this doesn't make any sense I saw it again when I was like 16. This I was like, amazing. oh my God, these are comedy geniuses. There's yeah. not even, they don't like laugh out loud. They're just funny, you know, like yeah. they just, the things they say. Yeah, I I agree. I think that was, that was spot on for me. So you started doing improv as a kid. And, and, and I, but I was always like, this is a fun hobby. Let mm-hmm. me get back to school now. Okay. And the, you know, parents wise as well. My whole family is like, you didn't Midwestern. have improv at your school. No, we did. Like, let me get back to like, like class, like class like reality. work. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Okay. That's actually where improv where I started. Was at school. We had a drama teacher who was like, "I'm going to introduce you to improv." <laughs> he wasn't like that, but he was like, he he was like, "Look, you guys need to expand your minds." That's awesome. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, I know. Was, was he cool? Super... Did you like your middle David school? David Muggleby. David Muggleby. Muggleby. Wow, I didn't know Never you went for... to. I didn't know you went to school of at Hogwarts. Would you really have fucking Hogwarts? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. David yeah. Muggleby. He was part of the Ministry of Magic. Wow. And. Uh, no, he was he was a good teacher. Good for him. The Ministry of Comedy yeah. Magic. But uh, after high school, like I had done a handful of these little shows. Like we're talking one or two a year. That was sure. improv with like adults and like students and adults watching. And I was I, me and some other people were able to make them laugh. But I never ever even thought of it as a possible career. Never crossed mm-hmm. my mind. My parents would never encourage that. They didn't think about it either. You know, they're like just very. They uh, came from like very blue collar Midwestern roots. What do your parents do? My dad now, like, he's a marketing guy. He's mm-hmm. been like a pretty I think high. He told level. me this. Yeah, he's, he's been a, a, he's a suit. He's a, he's he a wears, suit. Yeah, he yeah. has been his whole life. Cool, cool. Like he's he's like around sixty. But does your dad enjoy comedy? Does he like comedy? Does he watch comedies? Like not really. Like really? he says he does. Does and he? Like, does he? Is he an artistic guy? Is he? What's no. his favorite movie? Is he, is he like a Godfather type of favorite movie, or does he like? You know, does he like uh, uh, Indiana Jones, that type of he stuff? Actually, actually, 
<laughs> is that one of, one his, of favorite his favorite? Films? If not his favorite movie, is the Indiana Jones. Series. Well, that's everyone. I mean, yeah. anyone who's was lived in the eighties has to enjoy Indiana Jones. It's yeah. such a great like the arc of of such a, a character. I mean, he's like this. He's flawed, yeah, but yet he's heroic, exactly. And he's handsome, and he's yeah. he's the ideal man, you know. Yeah, afraid of snakes, right? Uh, afraid of snakes and um and uh, little guys with swords. But um, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> but uh. So, okay, so your dad was more of a kind of uh, a, a corporate dude. Yeah, and I mean, like, his parents and my mom's side as well. They're just, like, people who were like, I worked in a factory. So or... where did the funny come from? Well, they're both very witty, clever, clever okay. people, my parents. Okay. But I think neither of them, it was just never even, they're never around it. They're from Ohio, then lived in Minnesota. Like, it's just comedy in that world mm. was never presented to them. So I the see. idea of doing anything creative as a profession was literally, like, not registered in their head That's like it was so really funny like, and so growing up it wasn't for me either and when i went wow. to school at college i went to usc it was the same thing it was like uh you know uh i was there to for they had an undergrad business program mm. and i was like oh this seems like a good way to make money and then after like a year or two i was like oh my god this is so freaking brutal wow so it took you till college to realize that you wanted to take it serious like acting yeah i mean it, it's relatively recent really that's insane yeah, i yeah. i started when i was like in middle school like really? i knew right you knew? away was it from yeah. a play or what'd you do um i think it was i remember when i was a kid i was really into like graphic art like i wanted to do art like i yeah. loved drawing and all that and i and i guess i found it i was pretty good at, it at an early age so my do mom you draw, do cartoon and stuff. I don't anymore. Okay. I mean, I can doodle, but yeah. as much as like any idiot can doodle, yeah, really. yeah, like yeah. I don't do stick figures. I actually try to commit to it. Okay. But when I was a kid, I guess it was easier for me because I would do it constantly. And my mom thought to put me in classes like art. Oh, class, that's great. Like I was in an art studio and all that, so that's what I started doing. And then by the time I wanted to go to middle school, not wanted to, <laughs> I yeah. had to essentially. <laughs> that's the American. I'm uh, applying thing. to middle school. Yeah. But uh, I, my mom was like, look, why don't you go to a magnet school for art? And oh, I was like, that's, that's great. Cool. And once I, I didn't know what a magnet school was. And then once I found out that you can do dance and art and music and, yeah. and acting, I was like, well, no, I want to do acting. And right away she was like, oh, yeah, of course. I just didn't assume you wanted to, but why wouldn't you? Oh, you're you're great. you're you're doing bits and acting like a fool half the time. Oh. That's a perfect uh, you know outlet for you. So yeah. I remember doing my first monologue ever for the for for you know to, you have to audition to be yeah. in like a uh what'd you do you know i wish i remembered i remember i i want to say i remember my first monologue what'd you do i, I know wish i yeah, remember yeah. <laughs> no, no, i remember i remember the experience yeah, I like i remember about. being in the room with just like it was just the drama teacher alone and i remember just being a weird experience because i was like i've never done this before i'm basically performing but i was like am i just talking do i act it out i don't know it was weird yeah, but I remember since I remember since then I was like, yeah, this is fun, and so we just did plays. I learned how to tap dance. You know, yeah. we did like, you know, wearing costumes, doing all that stuff. I just thought it was so fun, and like, I there was nothing else that I knew how to do besides that I was good at besides like you know it, it's like kind of what you say like to reality. Like I would be in my drama class, and then the next period I'd go to math class. And be like oh, what God. the fuck is this? Yeah, like you're sitting back there like just knowing that nothing is gonna work in yeah. this class. But then you get to your theater class and you're just like, ah, finally I can breathe, yeah. you know? And it's just, it completely changes you. And oh, I think, totally. And I think that's what happened. You just kind of understand what you're passionate about. That's so. good you knew that. 
Yeah, I knew like right when I was like 13, I knew like yeah. right away. And so I was just like, I'm just going to keep doing this forever. You know, high school, college, and now nice, man. in my late 20s. You know? I think that's cool. You, you said your mom encouraged you a little bit. Oh, yeah. My mom was always encouraged me. Like, to, that's like, awesome. I think actor, that's yeah. the biggest. I, I firmly believe the parents thing is the mm-hmm. biggest uh, indicator or mm-hmm. like, uh, like the biggest force that drives you. I, there yeah, I, I definitely I think firmly it's, believe I that. definitely think it's like the the part that makes it the easiest for yeah. you is that you know that no matter what your parents are kind of like on your side that, oh, that totally. definitely takes at least 60 percent of the stress of doing this career yeah. knowing that at least my parents gave me the green light for like this. no one like no one ever said like that mattered like family wise to me for any of you new parents out there please believe in your children <laughs> Unless they're just dumb, real, or they're really, really bad. And you're like, yeah, unless they're really bad. Another. I think that was my. I think that was my savior. I was kind of dumb, and I still am. But I think they saw that I was. <laughs> I had some a niche for this. Yeah. Uh, so where does that come in? How about your parents? If they're so uh, kind of outside of that spectrum, how do they feel? They they're supporting what you want to do. Yeah, I think so. Okay. This will be interesting if we'll have to cut this out or include it. Why? So just in case your parents hear it. Yeah, I mean they probably will. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Well then, how can is there a way that you can explain your parents? Uh, no, I got it. I got it. In a way where it, it's it's it serves justice to them and you. Absolutely. Okay. Well, yeah. let's try that. Well, so what? Wait. Reframe the question. Again. So, how do you feel your parents are supporting you in your art? Like, if they're oh, not coming from that yeah. background, do they feel like what you're doing is is uh, is is good for your you know your your life your your career essentially? At the end of the day, I think uh, they're super supportive and that they just want me to be happy. All right, that's you good. know. So they're always like, "Hey, whatever makes you Every happy, parent, yeah. let's do it." That being said, I think. Just given how they were raised, like their parents literally like had no money and like mm-hmm. came from nothing for generations, and you know they kind of pulled, you know both my parents just kind of worked their entire life. Um, they like the idea of like the creative just pursuing that mm-hmm. is almost like why roll the dice? Yeah. So I, I think just given the fact that you know they were never really exposed to it heavily makes it a harder made it harder for them to like kind of follow me on this path. I'd say. But that being said, I think they're very they're warming up to the idea a lot. Like my dad came oh. to a couple of my shows. Uh, my mom was at a couple of them. In, in, comedy shows, improv. Yeah, shows? they okay. came to a couple sketch shows, okay. uh, a couple improv shows, which was hilarious because <laughs> like they hadn't seen them before. I was at a sketch show. I was what doing was a that sketch show. Like? I was doing a big sketch show. Okay, okay. the first thing they've ever seen. Okay, Where is so it, at? it was at USC. Okay, okay, but it was cool. It was a mock SNL class. So mm. we we put up an SNL show that was live taped and broadcast. I think a mock SNL class sounds derivative now. It, shouldn't it just be an SNL class? No, no, sorry, <laughs> it's not a mock. Like it's not making. Yeah, fun it's a of bootleg. It. SNL Exactly. Class. Okay, exactly. okay, okay. That'd be bad. <laughs> yeah. It'd just be a sketch within it's a, a sketch. sketch about- yeah. yeah. Meta just full of- No, it wow. was I should say it was a uh a SNL yeah, it was like a it was prep like class. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. It was just a sketch class, but it mirrored like, did was it mirrored like specifically to SNL? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool, so you cool, had cool. a live audience, and then you had cameras in front of them taping. Oh, that's incredible! And, like, you only had one go USC at all the sketches. USC has that. Yeah, and it's cool. They have this big uh, center. No uh, way! By that Robert must have been Zemeckis. incredible. Yeah, Robert Zemeckis donated a bunch of money, so they have like wow, literal live, yeah, literal live streaming of these things. And like with fully operated television. Was it was it uh, 
live to like just college like kids, local television, yeah, like access. PBS and shit. Exactly. No but one. Still, watched that's it. incredible. It was, and it's cool. Did you, you ever record people. them and watch them back? Yeah, I they would. were. They were. I know okay. that sounds condescending. They were okay. But I no, no, watched. they were. They were decent. Yeah. But I mean, you had a team of writers, you had a team of actors, mm-hmm. a team of producers and directors. And that's like, beautiful. Like it is in real life. Yeah, yeah. And it was amazing. And my parents came to one, and it was hilarious. They what never, was your role? Did you? I was an actor. I was an actor. Were you able to do? Two or, or the other? No, but you could influence the sketches and oh, stuff. Okay, you could okay. kind of give input and stuff. That's awesome. So you were you chose the acting. You wanted to do the bits. You oh, wanted yeah, to, it was yeah, fun. yeah. It was fun. That's great. Um, and my parents came. They were sitting in the audience after the show. They were like, "Hey, that was great. Oh, um, that's awesome. That was really good." But you that's could tell they feeling. did. Yeah, but you could tell they didn't understand anything. <laughs> they were like, they were like, "Were you in any of the sketches?" And I was, or this, they didn't call it in any of the scenes. And I was like, "What do you mean?" They were like. I don't know if we saw you up there. And I was like, <laughs> what are you talking like, uh, about? I was like, I was, I was like, I was in like half the sketches. What are you oh, talking about? No. They were like, there was that kid who looked like you, but, but he was like, he had a mustache on and he was wearing like uh, a hat. Was that you? Or was that someone else? I oh think my. that's someone else. I was like, no dad you understand i'm like in i was in costume like i was wow. i had a wig on i had a mustache so on. not only have they never seen a sketch show they've just never seen a live show no, and i mean they'd seen snl but like you know that's incredible yeah, they didn't even re- realize how far were they sitting away they in fairness they were sitting pretty <laughs> was it far like away. a coliseum situation no 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 just imagine how many big, seats were there is it like i don't know like a hundred hundred okay that's 100. a lot that's a lot yeah. but still yeah Wow, they didn't even know that was you. But yeah, you know, and what? it was multi-stage. I, I, think, so like, I think that's that's credit to your performance, though, because they. I didn't, was so in character. Uh, but no, but and for real though, you were that car salesman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were that man with a mustache. But in fairness, though, I think they would have recognized their own kid, like the way he moves and the way his voice is and the oh, way yeah. that his characteristics are. You can see if you saw a silhouette of your parents, you would be able to tell them. I think that you were so in, uh, so involved or uh, committed to your sketches that they were oh. like, "There's no way that could have been him." Well, thank you. That guy was an idiot up there. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, guy was terrible. Yeah, that's so funny. Well, I think that's great, man. I think uh, I think that's such a great yeah. support. You know, you know whether they whether they don't have to be your biggest fan. Yeah. You know, like I don't think my parent. I think my mom's the biggest fan. Yeah. But I think my dad's just happy to see me doing what I want. You know, totally. I don't think he really understands half the things I do. I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's not necessarily like my parents never would want me to do this. But imagine just them just not caring. It. You know yeah. what I mean? That would be way worse. Yeah. That's but the true. fact that they care even just they that do. much. And they that's great. It's a great that's feeling. Great, they're like, you know? hey, good job up there. Um, are you gonna have kids someday? Oh gosh. So that's a that's a tra- deep that's question. A big huh? transition. I'm not saying you have to, or I'm not saying um, I'm not asking when. But I'm not you, saying you picked your yeah. Hey man, you, it's it's free choice. Now that you're okay? here, you yeah, have yeah. to have By a By the way, this is the bachelor. I'm ha- there's a, there's 20 women here. You can pick Perfect. pick your pick your choosing. Um, but like, do you see yourself being a dad? That's weird. Like, How old are you now? I'm 24. Okay, so you're still young. You're still yeah young. yeah. I'm four years over you. I know. I know. I think yeah. I remember you said you're 28. I think. Um, I'll say this right now. It's not even on my mind. I rarely okay. think about it. Okay. Um. But I I don't not see myself doing it. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I think it's one of those things. Like as a kid, I don't see myself like. Are you paying of the bachelor? Are you a bachelor type guy? Are you more yeah. of a single yeah. life yeah. kind of doing your own? I mean, yeah. We can get to your you ride a you you ride a motorcycle. You have a very impressive motorcycle. You, it's actually it's it looks impressive. It's not that impressive. It's a good one. Though. It's a good bike. What type of bike is it? It's, it's a, a Honda, Honda NC seven hundred. That's that's even that sounds like a machine. <laughs> you know. True. True. That's funny, man. Uh, so, are you into sports? Like, what's yeah. your what's your what's what's your life outside of acting? Uh. 
So it's it, when we say acting, it's really main. What I'm mainly doing comedy. is improv and sketch, and but a you, lot of you'll that. But you'll get you'll if you get hired on a job, like you worked. We worked. We met each other on an yeah. acting job. That was yeah. just an acting job. That I mean, was, but I mean, that's one of. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't true. done that's anything true. big since that. That's true. That's the thing. Like when we say acting, it's tough to be like, oh, yeah. You know, it's mainly comedy and sketch. Well, that's good, man. I mean, like you don't have to like a lot of guys don't have to, or just people in general don't have to be like, yeah. I'm an actor, comedian, producer, director. Like, yeah. I actually thought when I moved out here, I was only going to focus on improv alone. Yeah, yeah. But then I started writing, up. and I love writing, and then I wanted to do acting. Well, I always wanted to do acting, so then I focused on just the acting. But then I wanted to, like, you know, make films, so I wanted mm-hmm. to start directing and all that stuff. I'm not going to put it on my resume that I'm a professional director, producer, writer. Yeah. But I don't just focus on comedy. Like, I would like to do serious stuff. Like, I, right now I'm trying to write a play for The Fringe. You know what I mean? Oh, and, really? Yeah, yeah. Dude, you should. So I always think about when I do comedy, I feel like my special ingredient is, like, just because it's me. I have, like, I you know, I know certain things. I know how to, you know, certain clicks, certain uh rhythms that only i can have because each fingerprint is different yeah but who, who are some comedians or actors Ooh. that you steal from that you mimic that you that you have inspired that you see like i like the yeah. way he does this yeah know? that's a good question um i think a, a big one is steve carell steve, uh, steve carell? carell a big that's one that's so funny yeah. i do not see you not that you wouldn't be able to but i know i don't see you as a steve carell it is tough because everyone knows him from the office so like if you're... but you mean like that i take comedy so serious that it's not like he he's he does like the very good goofy comedy but he's also like the various very serious type of comedy yeah so a big one is uh is him and and michael sarah do you know michael sarah okay course yeah so part this is actually for acting as well like the thing i excel best at is really cringy awkward humor mm. so like i did a i did a, i, love, like, I did a scene yeah, yeah just yeah. like i did a scene recently that i put up in a class where i was just in a car and a girl was talking that i was i was attracted to the girl that was driving the car mm-hmm. and she was talking about sex and what i liked <laughs> and i as the character was just like really awkwardly like i don't i don't you know I, there's a lot that i like you know just like very <laughs> Very awkward kind of humor, Michael Sarah type, you know, sure, where it's sure, just sure, like you yeah. can't. T- is this him? Yeah, or is this <laughs> the kid? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. that type of stuff. And Steve Carell is similar. Like he'll yeah, just say sure. stuff. Like I like, um, uh, I like a lot of the humor. I, I I took it. I adapted a joke from The Office, and it's one of my favorite jokes I wrote recently. It's not like a like a stand up joke, but it was in a scene where two teens are in a melodrama, kind of, kind of like talking like. I just want to get out of here. Everything's, yeah. there's so much noise in the city, you know, and they're smoking <laughs> cigarettes. Okay. And, uh, one, t- one teen, the guy is like, I'm going to leave Newport beach. I'm done with this city. And then the girl, um, Jane is uh, Jane or Kate or whatever her name was, is like, where are you going to go? And Troy, the main character, he goes, um, I think I'm going to, I'm probably going to head to, uh, Ho Chi Minh city. Maybe I'll go to Bangkok to write for a couple months. <laughs> and she goes, ah, Japan, a lovely culture. <laughs> and it's like that, which is just so wrong. Uh-huh. You know, it's Ho Chi Minh City is Vietnam. Bangkok is Thailand. Uh-huh. So it's just like, just, it's, no, that, it's not it's a punchline. It's, it's the just, hipster mentality of like, yes. you think that you know everything. So she says Japan. And it lands really well, but softly. So like, yeah, I yeah. like it because the audience doesn't laugh right away. She goes, ah, Japan, what a lovely culture. And then the audience is like, <laughs> wait, that's not Japan. <laughs> and then and then she says, she, she, which is Chinese. But again, it's like, it takes a minute. And it's like just the lack of awareness. It's joke. good that you 
you you focus on such a specific joke. It's not yeah. just like the fart noise and now everyone yeah. laughs at that. No, it's like it's a, it's such a niche audience thing and I think yeah. it only really matters for smart comedians because they're not just here to like do a slapstick situation. Yeah. They want the jokes to hit the nerve, you know what yeah, I mean? Like it needs yeah, exactly. to hit the specific notes. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because you're not just making like you're not just putting things together to be funny. You're making music. You know, it's like kind of yeah. That's here's a the good note. Analogy. Here's the rhythm. Here's the beat change. You yeah. know. And I want to add a little special treat that only certain artists will like. You know, like a person who really understands guitar, <clears throat> they can listen to a song, oh, yeah. and they can real recognize certain certain yeah. things that they do with a chord change or whatnot. Yeah. The naked ear won't be able, like any general person won't know how yeah. to re- recognize that. But you write for other comedians. You write for smart, or <laughs> at least you write for a smart audience. Like you want people to really understand uh, where you're coming from, and you want people to really appreciate the joke. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I love. I give you like a very poignant example. The rest <laughs> of my jokes are probably just like ooh poop. You know? <laughs> just... But but that's good though because yeah. it's like I I am very much of like the poop joke too. <laughs> yeah. But it is it matters to add certain ingredients to sketches yeah. which puts it that little little piece even if it's just 1% of sophistication because it goes to show that you care about the work. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so what true. about stand up? Do you do stand up too? I so I did when I was still in school a couple years ago. I did a decent amount. I wasn't like hitting all the clubs or yeah, anything, but yeah. I was like, you know, doing open mics and doing some shows here and there. And I really liked it, but um I got really into improv, sketch and stand up at the same time. Yeah. And it's the trifecta. It was yeah, for real. Yeah. And I was like, I and I was also doing school and then take doing a job and like also trying to act and I was like, I need to like narrow it down. Mm-hmm. Um so for now, like I really haven't been doing much stand up at all. Um and, you know, I've just been focusing on, like, kind of the other avenues. Mm-hmm. And part of that reason was just, like, I don't have the bandwidth right now, but I will, and, you know, whenever I become free. The other aspect was, like, I was, like, should I, if I were to pursue stand-up versus improv or whatever, stand-up's super fun, and I really like the process of, like, joke writing and, mm-hmm. like, refining stuff. Rehearsing because, it. Because I really do, like, I, I find myself, like, thinking outside the box when I know, like, ooh, I have a show, I need to write more jokes. Yeah. Like, I, I think more. Yeah. That being said, it's more of a, it's definitely more of a brutal grind, a, a little more lonery. And, it uh, is, yeah. I find in some of, like, like improv, it's like, but there's the also, audience knows we're gonna fail, and we're gonna, we don't have any prepped material, yeah, and, like, yeah. even if we mess up, it's still kind of funny, Ver- and, like, we're a team, so we'll have each yeah. other's backs, versus stand-up, it's like, I'm gonna fuck up the guy that goes after me, because I want my set to be good. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Not that that happens a lot, but you know yeah, what I mean, yeah. it's more of a loner, uh, it's, you're more alone in that, that, uh, Yeah, but aspect. the alone, that sort of loneliness is the only way that it's it's sort of the only key that you need because it's the only time where you can do it on your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you like, do a lot like, of stand-up, right? I actually don't. I, I mean, I used to. Okay. I haven't done it in a while because I just... I just... I just... You gotta, I, like, I, commit. I, I, well, commit. that's the thing. It's procrastination, really. I just... The last time I did it was probably, God, like, maybe a few years ago. Yeah. But even then, when I was doing it, it was almost, like, at least every other week. You want to hear a funny uh, stand-up story? Sure. Uh, you reminded me because... I hadn't done it really for like well over a year. Mm-hmm. The real last time I was doing it heavily was like a year and a half. Ago. I'm starting to like just now. I'm like I'm gonna get back into stand. Good, I'm gonna good. try to I do it, it every week. Hell yeah! And man. I've been saying that for the last like three months. But, but I'm you, gonna you're do doing it. it next. Week. Yeah, yeah. Um. So a couple of months ago, my friend uh, who goes who currently goes to BYU. Do you know BYU? 
BYU. Brigham Young University. It's a more it's a school oh, no, mainly no, no. for Mormons in Utah. Okay, okay. it's a huge. Of course, Mor- I don't know it. Mormon school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, my my buddy goes there, and he's one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it is primarily a Mormon school. Um, I don't really like know. I don't I don't have much in common with the school. But my buddy was like, "Hey, I'm putting up this big charity event." Um, it's like a dance marathon type deal. Anyways, there's going to be hundreds of people. I'd love to have you uh, kind of host, help host the show with me. Mm-hmm. I hosted some stuff in high school with him. We vibed really well. He's a great uh, speaker, and I was funny, and it was just fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, you know, you can do some comedy, you know, do a little stand-up, whatever, you know, it'd be fun. And I was like, hell yeah, this will be fun. You know, it'd be a very specific audience, but, like, I'm sure I could make him laugh. and do something. Okay, so this is back in October. I hadn't done stand-up in a while. And just on stage, like I'm good at hosting things. I have like a good stage presence yeah. and just like like uh, like initiating. Like you that know, doesn't well, come natural to people. Well, know? yeah, it's one of my strengths. I'd yeah. say yeah, there are a weaknesses. Good, that's a good thing to have. Life. But I hadn't done stand up in a while, and before, right before the show started, again, I was imagining like several hundred college students. Right before the show started, the first two people that entered were senior citizens. The next two were senior citizens. Okay. Oh no! Then, then it was like a couple college kids, and I was like, oh, okay. The old people just got here early. Okay. Then it was like mom, dad, and their kid who was uh-huh. like six, and then a couple more kids. And I was like, "What was the venue? Like, what was the 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 auditorium? Was it an auditorium? It was. It was like imagine just like a venue that you could rent out. Uh, kind of kind of a like a open warehouse with a stage. Kind okay. of where okay. you could open for a DJ set or oh, a little thing. Oh, I see. I see. Okay? I see. Little stage. That okay. Type of stuff. Sure. Okay? So sure. they rented it out for a kind of a dance okay. battle. You can yeah, imagine yeah, yeah. with some with some jokes and yeah. I imagine like every Step Up movie probably did a scene or exactly. in this same warehouse. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that yeah, that's a good description. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but I was imagining a bunch of college students, so I had prepared some kind of racy jokes and like just some edgy stuff. But 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 going in knowing that it's for a Mormon school though, right? Yeah. But I like he was like, look, Mormons are super chill. They love the Book of Mormon. You can go. Ah, you know. I see. I so see. I was like, I'll lean. So these into are it a conscious bit. Mormons. Yeah. These are like woke Mormons. Exactly. Well, that's what I thought. <laughs> um. So, but by the time the show started, I was kind of panicking because there were like a bunch of like older people and just younger people, and I'm hosting the show. Uh-huh. So it's not like I do my set and then I leave. I'm opening the show. Mm-hmm. So and if my comment, exactly, I'm hosting the whole show. It's like an hour. Okay. So I literally, I panic. I'm like, do I do my jokes or just, or just play save, it safe or play it safe? Yeah. And <laughs> rather than just make a decision, I did like the worst in between. I panicked on stage, did some jokes, kind of didn't. <sighs> Nothing landed. It was terrible. Everyone oh was like, God. everyone was just like, what's going oh, on? Oh, no. Um, Anyways, so I'm up there for a couple minutes. I end my set super quickly. I quickly am like, let's let's hear it for the BYU football team. Like I was just like, let's get some clapping and laughter in here. Oh man, just, just forcing people going, to clap. Yeah. Eventually, you know, the show eventually progressed and it was fun and sure. like the hosting was fine. But it was the most cringy moment where I was like, I literally was like, all right, let's let's go up and I'll say the jokes. And then as I was saying them, I was like, I can't, I can't. That's actually a great. It was a big lesson learner. I'll no, tell you that's that a much. great lesson because. So how do you go forward writing comedy if you change your mind as soon as you see your audience? I mean, yeah. like, you should be able to be like, I want my comedy, my jokes to, yeah. from the get, to relate to anyone. You know, it's like, sure, maybe you might throw in a penis joke, but maybe grandma's just going to have to put up with it. You know what yeah. I mean? Because then you're going to bring it back <laughs> and make a joke about a tuna sandwich that she might think is fucking hilarious. True. You know what I mean? So it's like... You can have, like, it, unless your entire set is, like, 
Y'all ever having sex with a girl and yeah. she's just like, hey, let me put let me put something in the asshole. It's like, I get it. Okay, sure, haha, that's a niche audience, but That's a good bit. You should follow up on that one. <laughs> that's my only one. Please start your that's my set stru- that way. that's my closer. <laughs> but I guess I, I guess it's just like it's funny knowing that like a comedian writes his his stand up, you know, let's say it's like ten minutes long, like he's like uh, you know, he want, he has like a set, and as soon as he goes out he he starts to regret what he wrote because he sees that the audience may not but but I think the power of a comedian should just be like look yeah. what I have is what I have and this is going to be my my thing if i was just doing like a 5 to 10 minute set i would have just done it and been but like but what was it that you felt wouldn't wouldn't relate not not much it was more of just uh like there were a couple of jokes where i talked about like like how many minorities in the audience oh none we're in provo like just oh, stuff where it was like but that like, would have been fine i think it would have the problem, what I was saying is I hadn't done stand-up in a while. Oh, so the, 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 so the majority I, of it was just that you were just nervous. I think it was, I actually I know what it was. I panicked because it wasn't exactly what I was expecting. And had I been a more veteran stand-up, like one who'd just done a bunch of shows in a bunch of different places, I wouldn't have been rattled. But since I was rattled, my set was just garbage. And then the hosting and everything that just was natural was fine. It was great. It was fun. But I, uh, if I had been practicing more... And like being more consistent, it sure, wouldn't sure. have been a train. Ride. I mean, that's any person. I mean, we're sure. all we're all or we all have faults of like procrastinating. Just yeah. like, oh, it wasn't my hundred percent. That's just like I, I've come to the point where that's just that happens all the time. Yeah, it does. But what do you do? How is your anxiety on stage? Like, what do you have anxiety? Do you have? Do you ever have like, like heart palpitations? Like, do you have panic attacks? Do you have any of that stuff in your life? Um, I mean, I have been anxious at points of t- in time. But I'll tell you this much. My anxiety, just like here, sorry, let me set this down. You're good. My anxiety on stage, like just stage fright in general, went from like, you know, seven or eight out of 10 before shows, be like, holy fuck, this mm-hmm. is happening. Just how, as most people would, to like really low after I did a bunch of improv. Mm. Because when you're on, when you get comfortable, there was actually like a moment in time where I flip switched in my head. Where I actually can remember, like almost the show, or at least the kind of the period of shows, where I was like, "Well, I just went up on stage and was not scared." And you mm. always get a little bit when it's like, "And coming to the stage is Christian Lugo," you know. I think it's I think it's when I started performing more, like specifically improv and also theater. Mm-hmm. The more I was comfortable with my my like team, you know, my oh, my yeah. cast essentially yeah. is when I felt the most comfortable. Absolutely. And once you've done enough shows, that's the thing. Like, I'm now at a point where I know if I'm in an improv show and there's an audience, regardless of the audience makeup, I'm going to go out there and un- the sec- like, I'll be a little nervous when they're like, introducing Matt yeah, and Christian. Yeah. It's always the, the moment second before. The, but, but the second the words come out of my mouth that's or the it. first thing, I'm totally it's safe. It's there. Yeah, totally yeah. It's there. like It's almost like this adrenaline that just yeah. kicks in. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And there's no going back. Yeah. yeah. It's quite thrilling. It, it I, is quite I thrilling. Wish, I wish everyone... Well, a lot of people have like fear of being on stage, but I wish everyone can ex- at least experience one time like performing in front of a live audience. Oh, yeah. There's that's something about it that is just so insane. And there's something with uh, it's just it's improper stand up. Improper stand up is is just the best. I would love it if I think that should be like a requirement mm-hmm. in like school or something. Well, that's why a lot of times like I think companies be like, okay, we're doing a retreat yeah. and we're going, we're taking an improv class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it helps, dude. It helps with your your social behavior. You oh, know? absolutely. Um, but that's this has been super great so far. Let's move on. Yeah, sure. Um, I love everything we've been talking about. This is awesome. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. 
the CEO of this new product called the Motivational Poop Station. Oh, Motivation Poop Station. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it is called the Motivation Poop Station. We have its creator and CEO here, Brian Stensers. Thank you so much for being here, Brian. Thanks for having me, Chris. How did you come up with this product? Look, I was a fat piece of shit for years. Oh, wow. That's, I, see, I think honesty is your policy. Honesty is our policy. In fact, we don't lie. The the pro, the toilets that we make at Motivation Poop Station, they can't Beautiful lie Beautiful name, you. by the way. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, not only does it rhyme, but it fits in with, the, with exactly what the product does. It does. It motivates you mm-hmm. by violently shaming you okay so let's let's explain this so the listeners get an idea so this is a toilet that you sell people can have it in their homes people can have it in their buildings they can have it in offices but what makes this toilet so different from the others look chris i'm gonna walk you through what i do every morning Mm -hmm. I i go to the kitchen i grab a a warm cup of coffee should i close my eyes yes okay close your eyes Mm mm-hmm after having it, the caffeine goes right through me. I see. I have to go. So I quickly, nimbly go to the bathroom, sit on my motivation poop station. Mm-hmm. After going, wiping, flushing. After doing your business. I look back at the toilet. It has a little monitor on the top, you oh. know, the top lid where you, where that's over the water. It's one of these smart toilets. It's a smart toilet. Oh, I see. Uh, in fact, it's a very intelligent. Oh. And it, a little face will come up. Um, kind of like an Alexa, if you imagine. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Except our version is, is uh, we call him Flushy. <laughs> flushy, okay? Wow. Flushy like uh, Clippy from the Microsoft. Yeah, the little, yeah. little paper clip. It's yeah. like his Is he cousin. still around? No, no. Okay, okay. No, no. He's long gone. <laughs> so Flushy will basically be like, hey, um, uh, what, was my, what was my name? Peter. <laughs> no, your name was Brian. Brian. Sorry, Peter's my middle name. It'll say, hey, Brian. You're doing you're doing great today. Wow! But you know, because my poop, my whole system is flawless. But mm-hmm. years ago, they'd say, "Hey, Brian, you piece of shit, you're a fat loser." Wow! Yeah, it would just scream at me. It would it would call me names. So this um, is a this is a kind of a kind of a coach, yeah. kind of a, a abrasive yet motivational. Yeah. It'll say like it's yesterday. You said you wouldn't eat chocolate. I just detected Godiva in your system, wow. you fucking asshole. This is a real Full Metal Jacket situation. Yeah, in fact, we've had some instances of, of <laughs> oh, people losing, breaking people, out breaking with these. Down. Wow, I see, yeah. I see. Yeah, we've we've had to. We've had but to, do, for, over time, as you start to progress in your stool, the toilet starts to give you better results. Really, and yeah. it's, it starts to notice your improvement, and it yeah. actually starts to become more uh, Positive. impressive with you, exactly. I guess. Exactly. Wow, that's incredible. So as you get better health-wise, mm-hmm. it will start insulting you less. It'll now, usually throw a jab or two in there. Oh, really? Even if you're healthy, it's like, hey, you know. Just to keep you humble. Yeah, just <laughs> to, to keep you humble. Toes. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, do you have, uh, is there a sort of a, as these products do, they have sort of a default voice for them. Do you have celebrity voices do it? We do. Well, who's your most famous celebrity voice on, um, the, uh, on this We got machine? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wow. You know who a lot of people resonate with? It's who? a very great motivator, is Gordon Ramsay. Oh, really? Yeah, we have Gordon Ramsay just screaming at you. Uh, how do people How do people react to the uh, uh, Steve Buscemi uh, voice? The Steve Buscemi voice has caused some trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll tell you that much. Because he's... Because he, he he's he's aggressive, but he's kind of snarky too, isn't he? Exactly, yeah. and we also obviously have their face there. Mm-hmm. So sometimes in the middle of the night, 
you'll be going to the bathroom and Steve Buscemi's face will come with his Oh, his on eyes. the screen? Yeah. That does not make it easy. It for does people. not make it easy to go to the bathroom when What's he's the voice at that you. you chose? The voice that I chose, um, that's a good question. It was Ice Cube. <laughs> Ice Cube. Yeah, he was good. That's incredible. Well, yeah. um, any promos or any uh, uh, promo codes for our listeners? Um, yeah, we have um, we have uh, several promotions mm-hmm. going on right now for the you, holidays. For the holidays, what's yeah. the next holiday coming? The next up? holiday is February? President's Day tomorrow. Oh, really? Okay. Well, yeah. you have a sp- you have a special uh, so, promo for for yeah, President's Day. President Taft died on the bathroom on the toilet. <laughs> So I actually think that's true. It is, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so I, funny. Yeah. So so tomorrow if you enter in enter in Taft. Wow. Uh Capital T A F T. Taft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Okay, it's just Taft, Taft slash conversations from a room. Conversations. And we'll get was it twenty percent off? Oh no, ten. <laughs> ten. <laughs> Come on. Ten percent off. Ten percent off. I'm so But oh. that equates to two hundred dollars off. Because wow. it's a two thousand dollar item. Of course, of yeah. course. Well, Brian Stelzer's, I believe that was... Stenser. Stenser. Brian Stenser, thank you so much for coming down. I've used... Guys, I've used these toilets. They are incredible. It has changed my life. It has changed my stool. And honestly, (laughs) I feel like I'm a better man because of it. It does make... It does produce a better man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Thanks for having me on, Chris. Yeah, thanks for coming by. A pleasure. And back to the show. So I always ask the guests, okay. what's your favorite film? Uh, what's one of the worst films you've ever seen? Okay. And what's your guilty pleasure film? Sure. What's your favorite film ever? Uh, I always It always changes. I have like a top five. All right. But my first one, right if now? I have to ch- – oh, right now? Yeah, right now. I, or, no, I would say to... my favorite film, if I have to choose, is Saving Private Ryan. Really? Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah, that but there really, are a really lot. Good I remember when I first saw that, I was like, it took me so, why did it take me so long to watch this? It's mm, a I'm a big war movie. movie guy. Okay. And just, just like battle scenes okay. and stuff. Gladiator's another top one for me. What did you think of 1917? Loved it. Great, Loved right? it. I'm, yeah. glad it, I'm glad Parasite won Best Picture. Yeah, because But it's still I'm glad film. 1917 won Best, best Cinematography. Because it was. It was the best cinematography. So good. It was Just every part about it. From the moment it started, I was like, this is, it just... For being a, a war film, you never. I, I felt so comfortable watching it. I, I know. I know. It's, it's weird to say because it's like it keeps you on your toes, but it, comfortable in the way where I was like, I just want to take this ride. I know. I just want to. It was see like a goes. ride. It was. It was yeah. like it was like one of those like uh, like in Universal Studios where you just you. It's like the se- sequence by sequence. You're yeah. just kind of watching it as you sit down and enjoy it. It was so good. I I remember. I really think it would be it. a really fun movie to be like. Obviously. It, all the main actors are insanely talented. I think it would be a really fun movie to be a, like one of those main actors. In oh yeah, because you have to be like in character doing things mm-hmm. for like ten minutes yeah, on end, yeah. which is just like but really any, hard to any do. Any war movie. I mean, I would True. I would love to be in any war film. Yeah. Just there's something about it that just seems so. Actually, know, our cast from Hollywood would have been. Is honestly like kind of what would have been yes, cast. Yes, like, you're right. Private you're Ryan right. Because it Band is like Brothers. a platoon sort of situation. Yeah. It's like you got the guy from. You know, uh, I always think of um, Forrest Gump. He's yeah. like, we got a guy named Tex from Texas. We got uh, the guy who tells all the jokes. Or like the. You ever see the original um, Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, of course. Like every person was like an archetype. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You have like the guy who cracks jokes the whole time. You got the big Schwarzenegger guy. Yeah. You got the you cool got the African quiet American one. guy. Yeah, the, yeah, the quiet yeah. one. Exactly. Yeah, the quiet one. Exactly. So that eventually says something really important. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I that was like that guy that we were on Hollywood with. Um, that came the wrong day. He oh was there the first, day, and then the second day he was with the other group. Uh, Raleigh. 
Yeah, Raleigh. Raleigh. I hope yeah. he hears this. We love you, Raleigh. Mate, that's so true. He just true. sat there he in was silence. The quiet, the silent guy. We had the we had like the jokester, which <laughs> you were. The I jokester. guess I was the jokester. You were the jokester. We had the big guy, which was John. Yeah. yeah. You were like you were just the all around good guy. I you think were, I was a normal. Yeah, role. you were like yeah. the safe one. Yeah, I was yeah. The safe one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not in a bad way, but you were like. You're you're the one, you would be the one that they would follow. You know what I mean? Good, yeah, I'll yeah. take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we had uh, Josh Gilmer. Jo- he yeah. was this. He was Tex. <laughs> he was Tex. Josh Gilmer. All right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go, guys. Yeah. He was just the guy. He had a bunch of weird facts. Yeah. He just always had a cool story. You know, he used to sell Oakley sunglasses. You should bring him on the pod. I. You know what? I should actually. He seemed like a really. He cool He told guy. me that before. He, before acting, he did sales and used to sell Oakley Oakleys? sunglasses. Yeah. Those. I think it was, dude, back in the two thousand. No, it was Maui Gems. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what, you were gonna say what your top three? What's your What's your oh, top three? Well, it's. A, I'll tell here. I'll, let's start with this year. So my favorite film of the year. Uh, like I watched a bunch of them, bunch of the noms in like together, basically in a short period of time. Yeah. It was, I loved Parasite. Yeah. Then it came down. I was like, ah, oh, Parasite or 1917. I can't decide mm-hmm. which was my favorite. I'm glad Parasite won though. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, but my pick of the year, eventually it was one of the last ones I saw. Favorite movie of the year was Uncut Gems. You know, it's funny. I, I enjoyed Uncut Gems, but out of, I, I, I do you have Letterboxd? Uh, I I have my own version. Oh, I actually okay. do it handwritten. That's I love so, it. Yeah. Wow, that's pretentious. Because I've done it. Well, I've done it since like 2013. <laughs> See, out of five stars, I gave like Parasite five. I yeah. gave 1975. Yeah. I gave Uncut Gems like four, four and a half. Okay. I don't know why that for some reason. I don't know if I maybe just wasn't a fan of the film. It's very different. Yeah, it is very different. I think because it it felt like. It, as soon as it started, I mean, the moment it started, you felt kind of nervous the whole time. But it's an yeah, uneasy film. You have anxiety, I, yeah. real anxiety the whole time. You're like, holy shit. I, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that was their goal. Like the it brothers, was. that was like the their, Safties. Yeah, the Safties yeah. brothers. That was like their idea. But there was something about the movie that I kept expecting something to happen. Okay. I kept expecting, okay, 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 something's going to happen. Like this is where it's all going to change. But it was all kind of... It was all kind of the same idea the whole time until the very, very end. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah wait, spoiler. Big spoilers. Big spoiler Stop at the listening. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like a big moment at the end where I'm, I literally, I remember the whole audience just went, <gasps> Yep. Like everyone was just like, no. And yeah. I think I think that's the, that's the reason why they felt, okay, the, here's the button. Yeah. Because I knew they, they knew that that was what was going to be the turn of the entire audience. But they needed to wait till the end to do it. Where I felt like, okay, cool. He's, he's, just, he's, he's just putting himself in a hole Every moment, every moment, he's just digging this, this deep, this hole deeper and deeper. Yeah, and I don't know. I guess I was just. I I like movies where something starts to like the beat starts to change every now and then. I felt like it was sort of cons- too consistent. That's, it was like a, like ten out of ten anxiety the yeah, whole movie, the whole which time, I understand. Yeah. What I loved about it though, what I'd say is one, the ending was entirely justified. There was nothing I couldn't argue anything at the end where I was like, oh, that like everything paid off to the end. So like. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Stop listening if you're listening. Can I say, like, at the end? Yeah, why not? Okay, if you haven't I, seen it, guys, I'm sorry. Turn, turn out right now. Yeah. Um, but when when Adam Sandler wins that big bet, mm-hmm. you're like, all right, is it really going to be a happy a, a other a happy ever after? Yeah, like, what good is he, yeah. is actually going to come It was awesome this? when you're like, oh, my God, he hit a six-way parlay. Like, yeah, this yeah, guy's yeah, fucking yeah. insane. But then so-and-so pulls the gun. Bang. I just, that right was away. so real what would actually happen. Exactly. And then they smash everything. You hear yeah. the sirens, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I they really, shot their boss. They shot their boss. Which doesn't make sense in like, because you're so used to watching like yep. Sopranos or yep. The Godfather. It's just like, 
You don't. If you gotta kill the boss, you might as well kill yourself. These yeah. guys were like, no, fuck you. In fuck real it. life, that's how. Dude, they were just hired guns for this guy who yeah. was also related to Howie. Arnold. Yeah, yeah. But okay, what I loved about it, what I'd say is, um, the dialogue and like the pacing was insane. I bet I could tell they they said they redid the script eighty times, which mm-hmm. is insane. But what was cool is you could just tell that they there were certain points where they literally just said to like KG Adam, uh, Julia Fox, who was who's gorgeous and amazing by the way. Um, she was his his kind his of mistress girlfriend. Yeah. Um, where they were like, "Here's what we want you to get across." Now we just needed you to fucking yell at each other and mm-hmm. improvise it. And I thought the dialogue and the arguments were like so real. Yeah. It was like listening. I was like, I was in the room and that was really going on. Versus other times, you're like, "Oh, I'm watching a movie." There, it's like, "Holy shit, these people are really arguing." And it's hard in my mind to have music playing, multiple characters yelling, and movement on the screen. Like that, I think, is a recipe for a disaster in a normal film. But mm-hmm. they pulled it off in a way where I was like, oh, my God, yeah, I can yeah. understand what yeah, it was cool. And I remember hearing an interview with, with the Safter brothers. Safdie. Safdie yeah. brothers. That yeah. They were saying specifically the film where they, they're they fighting outside of the club. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't even a close set. Like there was there were really? people walking by. I fucking love and, that. And, being, and not knowing that that was Adam Sandler yeah. because he didn't look like Adam he Sandler and just be like, whoa, these people are having a huge argument right now. Yeah. Like, it was just an open street and they just had like, they. I think their crew was like 40 people. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's, and, that was the beauty of that film too is that, you know, whenever they would film stuff outside like in New York on the street, they didn't have closed sets. They didn't they I didn't love have, that. And yeah. they're no, so they're notorious. I forget the names of their other films, but regardless, what they're notorious for is street casting. Yeah. So they'll literally cast people in their in their movies that are just like, hey, you look like who we think you'd be. Yeah. So like Julia Vox uh, was honestly basically a nobody, and she killed that. She role. was great. She was phenomenal. I loved Kevin Garnett. KG oh He was my fun God. to watch. And yeah. I I really do believe that Adam Sandler should have been nommed. For best Why do you act. think he wasn't? Um, I mean, he got the Spirit Award. It, you know, the Academy likes some films and doesn't mm-hmm. like. Like, it yeah. wasn't nominated for anything. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know, but I thought like I really thought he was he was probably like one of the my picks. I was like, this guy's the best. He was. Were that you guy. overly impressed with Adams? like Adam's performance or did you think like, yeah, this seems like something. Do you think he'll continue to do stuff like this? Well, you heard it. Did you hear his quote? He said, if I'm not nominated by the Academy, I'm going to do four dog shit movies. Just oh, to really? You. Yeah. That's so funny. It was a joke, but he also yeah. did just sign a deal, his production company. Yeah. Cause he's like, why not? He's yeah. saying, he's going to keep yeah. doing weird movies. Um, I think, I think he is so talented that he can do anything. He could do serious movies or yeah. non-serious. But he's the kind of guy that's like, hell yeah, I'll do Grown Ups 3. Mm-hmm, I'll yeah. make $20 million, get to hang out with my friends, and not have to give a shit. But uh, I like I like Sandler doing stuff like that. Hell yeah. But he was less um, improv-y in, in Punch Drunk Love than he was in, in uh, Uncut Gems. Because yeah. they would, like you said, they would just tell him the, an idea, yeah. and he would just riff on it. You know yeah, what I mean? which is awesome. Um, okay, cool. So really quick, what's like one of the worst films you've ever seen? Oh, when you ask that, I, I can never remember. I just, like, block bad movies. Yeah, I know. Brain. Oh, you know what movie I hated? But it's not, like, a notoriously bad film, but I fucking hated it. What? It was the Will Smith and Margot Robbie movie where they rob Oh, everyone. oh, yes! I know. The, I forget what it's called, but it's, what like, is that? Oh, they're, like, a, 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 what's that called? Uh, close of hand trick? What, yeah, what, sleight of name? hand. Sleight of hand. Yeah, the sleight of hand people. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. And that was, like, tongue. right after Margot Robbie did... Yes! Did, I think that's uh, why... Uh, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Wall Street. Yeah. 
So she was right out of that movie. I think she might even been nominated for like best supporting actress or something. I hated that movie. I know. I never saw it, but it looked bad. It was just, and you know what? It was funny. It was around the same time that that magic movie with with what's his name Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, why are all these weird magic movies coming out? (laughs) There is that trend where it's like, what is going on? Why are all? Yeah, and that was a weird movie. What was it about? Why? All it was was. Margot and Will Smith are part of this gang that steal a bunch of shit from people. Okay, and so like, it's like a heist magic film. But yeah, that's but what, it was. That's what it the, was. It, there was. There wasn't. But magic. that's what now you see me. Was. Yeah, it was terrible. Now you see me like knew what was up. I wasn't a yeah. big fan of the movie. Yeah, yeah. But, it was, but like, at least fun. it was like a fun film. Yeah. This film was like trying. I don't know. I don't even. That is so bad. weird. Every now and then you'll get a film movies. like that, dude. It's so um, weird. Okay, so what's like a guilty pleasure film? Like it's it can be a bad movie that you just love watching over and over. The Dark Knight. Oh, that's a the perfect one. That I, is a I've perfect. seen that movie. I can quote almost the entire movie. But do that's you one consider of my that a guilty pleasure, though? Because that's that's considered. Yeah, you're like... right. That's not a guilty pleasure. That is just a one I I watch a ton. Like I'll watch. But but that's like, you know what? That is a good. That could just be one of your favorites. This you is know? one of my Dark favorites. Dark Knight is Let's amazing. There, I don't know if there's a guilty pleasure movie. The thing is, I don't actually have one like that. That is that way. My family does. Mm-hmm. We always watch Christmas with the Cranks. And no uh, Chevy way. Chase's Christmas vacation for uh, that's so Christmas funny. every year. Ours is um, uh, Jingle All the Way. Okay. Yeah. Nice. With uh, Arnold. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Our yeah. Favorite. All right, let me get this going because I know you're going to leave soon. No, I um, got some, what time is it? 7? Seven? Seven, 7.14. Wow. Yeah, I know. Time flies. Yeah, I know. I know. Good conversations. I won't uh, have to leave till like 7.40. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So recommend one book that you, that you okay. would want you would suggest to the audience a book that really spoke to you or maybe changed you or that you'll never forget reading oh yeah there i know it in my head but i want to preface it by saying i don't read much i really don't that's i okay. read that's a why ton I only of say one. sketch yeah that's good. everyone's always everyone's at least i have a one phenomenal book. book but i it's i always this question i love mm-hmm. as long as it's one book because i have <laughs> yeah. more i used to but say books, i literally but just one i literally like i read a ton of scripts a ton of sketches and i read a ton on my phone but yeah. not like book it could be a play no it's my favorite book of all time is called matterhorn it's oh, I think awesome it. awesome book it took it's so it's about the vietnam war okay and it's written by i forget his name but this guy it took him 50 years to write it he wow. wrote like a little bit every year why do you think you're a war buff I don't know. I think I is your I, dad into stuff because my dad like watching like Ken a little Burns bit. Stuff. Yeah, my yeah. dad likes the Ken Burns stuff. Mm-hmm. He likes some of that stuff. You just like, are you a history guy? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I just you know I was a bit. I, I like video games. I played a lot yeah. as a kid. I think Call it was like the battle aspect okay, is okay. really interesting to me. I liked like Roman and like like Greek gladiator. Warfare. Yeah, I sure, that sure. Stuff. Um, and also yeah, just like I was exposed to like Band of Brothers and like. Saving Private Ryan, okay. all those classics, kind of younger. When so Matterhorn? Matterhorn. Who, okay. who who wrote it? I forget his name. Um, I'll look it up in a it second. It sounds great. I love like old school. Is it what year? Does, is it Vietnam War you said? Yeah, it's the Vietnam War. Yeah. And it's a, it's, a, it's a fictional piece that follows the, that it's basically nonfiction. That's it's awesome. A, it's like fictional characters with like fic, uh, fictional names, mm-hmm. but it all revolves around what actually happened to this guy. And um, it's incredible. It's like terribly sad and horrifically brutal. Oh wow! But it's, but it's like beautiful, it's one wow. of those books. It was. It's one of the only books. Once one, I cried when I read it. Really? Yeah, I've never God, cried. That's not yeah. possible. Yeah, I cried. <laughs> that's at hard one to point. do. I was like not like bawling, but I was like I was like welling yeah, up tears. That's and insane. It, and I I remember distinctly. I threw the book across the room. <gasps> no, because it was so powerful. That's like, incredible. It, someone does something so terrible in it, where you, and you're so connected. You're like that's I, what. 
what, hate this. I that's threw the it. power of literature, man. Yeah, that's so crazy. nuts. Yeah. That's a great recommendation. It's, I, I have highly to check recommend that out. it. It's like, uh, I haven't read it for years, but it's, I read it a couple times and it well, was good. Good one, man. Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll try to find out the, uh, the author. Yeah. All right. So these are the fun sort of okay. end of the Hell show yeah. questions. Okay. So I always like to ask the guests, what is your go-to, your ultimate, your dream breakfast? Hmm. It could be anything. Oh, that's a good question. Even if it's like the unrealistic thing to eat. Oh, um, I mean, I oh, I don't know if I have a great answer for this. Oh, there's there's no wrong answer. How about well, that? Well, I'll start with this. I love smoothies. I love smoothies. Okay. So whatever so, so, I eat needs to have gener- a smoothie. Generally, everyone says pancakes, waffles, bacon, but no. you're you're a smoothie guy, huh? I do love those things that okay, you just okay. mentioned. But you're at, you're talking about. I need a smoothie with re- whatever I'm eating for breakfast. I don't really? actually have it that many. I don't have a smoothie. But a smoothie's maker the the. I love them. The top of the chain. Oh yeah. So whatever I eat, I'll is have it a, a protein smoothie? smoothie? It'll ha- man. No, no, it's not. Okay. I'll have a protein shake later in the day. Okay. I'll have like a banana, maybe some maybe some strawberries in there. Maybe not though. Um, is it more creamy or icy? I don't like it. Either of those. Okay. I like right it in the right in the middle. Okay. Yeah. Cool. How I would that, rather how have it more happen? cream. I don't know. I just really just like love it. smoothies. Yeah, I don't know. Really but isn't that a whole? It, do you usually make them or is I it like rarely a special? Because it's a whole process. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. I love smoothies. It's a lot of cleanup. But I will not. I don't have a blender. Oh really? I literally don't have a blender because I don't. I'm too tired. So I'm when too someone's lazy to clean so it. like on a good day, like on a Sunday, you go get breakfast. Like I want to go get a good smoothie. Yeah. What's it? What's your okay? What's your dream smoothie then? Uh. It changes. I love mixing it up, like going we're like, ooh, at this place I've never been. I need oh, to get okay. this smoothie. So it's saying that, are you an acai guy? Do you like I do a, like uh, I acai do like bowls? acai bowls. Um, I like uh, like Nature Well. I go to mm-hmm. a lot. They have good smoothies yeah. and good uh, acai bowls. And then Earth Bar. I've mm-hmm. been to. There's one called Quench down the street. That Quench. I go to. Quench. I've only been once, but it was Just good. Just acai bowls are so expensive. Yeah, they're really expensive. I mean, they're pretty big, but man, they're expensive. Yeah, and like actually, contrary to what a lot of people think, they're not very good for you. They're not like because they're a lot of sugar. It's just a shit ton of sugar. Yeah, but it's not. It's not like fatty and yeah. awful. But so it's like because like, fruit yeah. is sugar. Yeah, exactly. So, so we got, let's say bananas. Yeah. Strawberries. Yeah, let's throw strawberries. In Blueberries. There. Mm, I'm gonna hold off on blueberries. Mango. Oh, I love mango. Mango's good. I think I I like heavy banana. I like a lot of banana. Uh, yeah, let's throw in because it's the most creamiest. It is. It's, it's a, it's good. There's not there's not much yeah. water, and w- when you think of fruit, you think it's really watery. You want yeah. a creamier. Okay, coconut. Coconut's the other one I was missing. Mm-hmm. So maybe banana, coconut, chocolate, uh, so, like a, like no, a chocolate, uh... some peanut butter. Oh, okay. little, just a little. Okay, not too much. Little peanut butter. <laughs> If it's too thick, no. Man, this is you at the counter being like, all right, we want totally, like, 95% banana. I'm from New York again. And, yeah, yeah, Just put a splash of coconut and a little bit, I mean a little bit of peanut butter, okay? Too much PB, I send it right back. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, that sounds good, man. Yeah, but then I'll, I'll probably get the standard, you know, maybe some some eggs over easy. Oh, okay. Uh, some pancakes, bacon. But sausage. what's most important to you is a the good smoothie. old smoothie. Yeah, that is so funny. I haven't gotten that. That's yeah. great. I you know what smoothies are fucking bomb. they are delicious. I'm glad that's that's they a good that's delicious. a good option. Yeah. All right, cool. This is your unrealistic dream job. The first thing that came to my mind was like a like a successful sitcom actor, just like someone like on The Big Bang or something, where you just make a. Million. I yeah, I always obviously that's like your dream job, but this is like the other thing you would have done, like astronaut, um, NASCAR I used, racer. I think um another a, a big one would be like a sponsored Red Bull athlete. <laughs> Really? Yeah. No, I'm not kidding. But what sport? 
Would it be like one of the bizarre ones? Like I, I think it would be like base jumping or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super into that shit, but I don't really. Do that. That's so funny. Like I've sky. That's sky a great dive. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just like like a professional skydiver or something like that. Like how do you even that. start doing stuff like that? How do you become a professional? In you that know field? why I'm interested in it? Why? My freshman year of high school, a guy who was one of the execs at Red Bull came to give a presentation to us because a parent happened to know him. It was a weird connection. Anyways, <laughs> he's talking to all these freshmen about how uh, Alex Baumgartner, I think his name was, is going to jump from the highest point, you know, jump 120,000 feet in the air. You wow. remember that? But so he, without a parachute? With a parachute. Oh, 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 like oh I think I know you're talking. He was in yeah. a spacesuit. Yes, yeah. I do remember this. I it was do amazing. This. Yeah. He, he, and this was like a year or two before it happened, or three mm-hmm. years before it happened, four years. So he was talking about that, and he like gave his fat presentation, and it was just weird. He was talking to all these kids who are like studying to go to college, and he was like, "Yeah, if you ever want, like, hit me up. I'll like." Damn, help that's that. crazy. It was just wild. And so you, for a second, you were like, "Maybe I should." For a year or two, I was like, "Oh, Honestly? a year or two. No, I was just like, in the back of my mind, I was like, "I should." There's be, like, always a skydiver. this. <laughs> I always have skydiving. Mm-hmm. That's great. All right, man. Um, do you believe in reincarnation? And if you do, what do you think you were? or who you were in your past life, whether it be a, another person or uh, an animal? Uh, I don't think I do believe in it, but I think ooh, I could, I, I'm very into it. I love animals. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I was probably an animal. What I type could of see animal? myself. Um, I love the cold. I love snow. Really? So you're like a snow leopard? <laughs> I I was thinking that. I would love to be a snow leopard. <laughs> or just and like I'm a... weirdly introverted, so a snow leopard would be good. Really? Yeah. Damn, that's a that's that's Wait, a snow like leopard's a cool. Species. I've never thought about that. Yeah, man. Snow I normally, leopard. you know when they say, what's your animal? I normally choose eagle just because I like them. Because <laughs> you're very patriotic. I think, no, no, act. Well, yes, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I think, again, I'm like agnostic. That's so about funny. It. That's such a bold one to eat snow leopard yeah. or eagle. I'd be like, ah, it's probably a cockroach in my past life. That's <laughs> or right. a hamster. Yeah, a hamster <laughs> or just like a shrimp or something <laughs> shrimp that would yeah. be the worst or like one. a guinea pig so wow so you'd, so you'd be a snow leopard that's bold. i think i would although i'd that's probably crazy. be like poached you know don't they get killed a lot just like killed by some well no because they're so rare you never see them they only come out yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah i guess you would get poached like every now and then <laughs> but i mean just like any yeah, other animal just here, get poached. all right well, this is a quick game of this or that are you okay. ready yeah um all right uh dean martin or frank sinatra Dean Martin. Cool. Coen Brothers or Tarantino? Coen. Oh, Coen Brothers. All right. That's a good one. Disney World or Universal Studios? Don't care. <laughs> I don't like either of them. Owen Wilson or Luke Wilson? Owen. The Office or Parks and Rec? Oh, I love both. Office, though. Okay, cool. Friends or How I Met Your Mother? Friends, but I hot take. I'm not a big fan of either. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. Uh, coffee uh, or tea? Coffee. Whiskey or beer? Beer. Soup or salad? Mm, depends on the day. Let's go <laughs> depends salad. Depends on the meal. Let's go, let's go salad. Yeah. All right, cool, man. Uh, Marvel or DC? This is a hard one for me, man. Yeah. Marvel's just so historically better, but yeah. my favorite movie is The Dark Knight. Oh, that's or like, so funny. Like, like, it's like yeah, my yeah. favorite Like Batman movie. is such an iconic yeah, character. Yeah, I love you it. You don't want to, yeah. I mean, I almost want to give the award to Marvel, but I feel like my heart is like the best thing I've watched is DC. DC. Yeah. And then there's Joker now, which exactly. is like one which of the I best enjoyed. films of I all really time. I really enjoyed it, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people that I know didn't like it. I really, really yeah. liked it. Yeah. Um, but DC. I'll go DC. All right. Cool. That's a good one, man. I think it? you're the first DC person. Yeah. No, no, no. We got a few more. Indica or Sativa? I don't smoke. 
yeah. if you could, would you? Which one would you choose? I don't know. I don't know the difference. That's so funny. Which is the one that calms Indica's you? is the calm, and the sativa is okay, more probably upper-y. indica. Then yeah, that's yeah. what that's the that's the norm. Old yeah. school or new school? I don't know if it's how old and how new. Is it like hipster culture? The way now? the way I see it is like old school. Like I like old school mentalities. I like you know I like I like to keep things the way they've always kind of been. And I have not not in a more not in a in a very closed minded way, but it's like I like old school, you know, like yeah. I like old cards, records, you know. Or is no. it new school where you like integrating new ideas? No, I'm new. I'm new. That's the you're the I'm, first new school. That's so I funny. love old stuff, but I I I I think I'm like I'm the kind of guy where like the damn that's a nice Maserati from ah! the '60s. No, from like 1960. That'd be awful to drive. Let me get this new Chevy Volt. That's so funny. New school. Yeah. You would be new school. Yeah. Um, sweet or savory. Um, savory. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Or early riser or night owl. Both, unfortunately. Yeah. It depends, really. I work. I have a day job that yeah. I have to get up at like the crack of dawn. But, but I still, stay you'll up be late, out late, and then I'm like, I hate myself. Yeah. 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 That's that's. I think that's the majority of these days. Yeah, Tacos exactly. or burritos. Burrito. Cool. Star Wars or Harry Potter. <sighs> Harry Potter. Cool, man. That's a good one. Sci-fi or spaghetti western. That's another really hard one. Wow, 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 wow. Or probably sci-fi. Yeah, sci-fi but I love great. spaghetti westerns. I just think there's more yeah. content for sci-fi. They need to make more. Like they do. Um, let's see, shortcut or scenic route. Scenic route. Good man. Uh, superhero or supervillain or the person working at the coffee bean while the building comes down. <laughs> um, I mean. Probably the superhero. Yeah. But the third answer is hilarious. <laughs> and also there's a there's an element of because like the third the third answer is the third layer of like okay, the superhero has to be this all great yeah. guy. The supervillain also has to be this all evil guy. Yeah. And they're so important. But then sometimes you're just kind of the guy who's like, the building's coming down. Oh, what my God. Yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes you are just that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are, the comedian you wants to just be that guy. Yeah. He's just like Oh no! Oh my God! Yeah, not again! (laughs) Why do I still live in Gotham? (laughs) This happens every week. Uh, All right, I think that might be everything I wanted to ask you ever. That's it, man. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. I love this episode. This was a great episode. Dude, this is a blast. Um, Do you want to go ahead and promote yourself? I like to ask the guests if they want to promote yourselves on like social media or anything. I guess I don't really. That's the thing. I've been. This is a big problem for me, Chris. Mm -hmm. So. I have been told by many people that I need to actually use social media more. I don't really use it. Oh, I'm I, not saying you have to. No, but I'm I will saying, promote myself. Yeah. And I will apologize in advance if I haven't posted in like 10 years. <laughs> I never post. Yeah, I don't either. It's mostly I do just stories so people, every it's now It's mostly then. so that people know what you look like if they listen to the episode. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah. Um, my na- my uh, my Twitter handle is uh, at the real Donald Trump. You might know. No, my, my, uh, my Instagram I think is really the only one I use matt linton 11 perfect awesome we'll check you out man yeah please um all right guys well thanks again for listening to the show please download if you want to listen to the show download uh the podcast uh app for uh apple or whatever phone you have um you can listen for free on apple podcasts subscribe and leave a rating a review tell your friends tell nana tell everyone you know Um, if you have any questions or thoughts, uh, message me on the Instagrams, uh, on Christian Lugo and thank you for listening guys. Thank you again for tuning in. It's has been really fun doing this stuff. 
Uh, thank you, Gilbert Louis Ray, for the theme. And this is my sign-off. I, I begin a sentence, and I have the guest finish it for me. Is that cool? Let's do it. So thanks again, guys, for listening to another conversation from a room. Have a nice night, and... Go Team LeBron. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. a good one. Yeah. I'm a What's big... something that people like to use every day? Um, I'm going to think interest, uh, a, a toilet. Okay, a toilet. I haven't had a toilet advertisement okay. yet. We're gonna no. What's we special? don't want to lean into the poopy fart stuff. Oh, but that's the good. That's the okay. Best fine. Part. Maybe it's a smart toilet. Like a it, smart toilet. It yeah. analyzes your. Does it like analyze oh, it your tells stuff? You, uh, you have like been exists. having enough fiber, but not enough vegetables. Yeah, something like that. You're a fat piece of shit, Chris. <laughs> Lose some weight. Piggy. Oh, so it's not a nice toilet. No, it's one that's a total dick, so it motivates you. I love it. Okay, so you, what's you, the brand called? It's called, it has to be something aggressive. <laughs> but the toilet shames you. The whole thing is the toilet yeah, because, sh- yells because at you. Because you have this ego, and it shames you, so then you let your, it, lets, it sheds your ego off. The motivation poop station. What about that?